0: Hi, today is Friday, july twenty first, twenty seventeen. I'm Matt Lee at another episode of the Hot Box. Joining me today, we got Tyler Hurst coming in from Arizona. How you doing, Tyler?
1: I'm doing great tonight.
0: Good great to have tonight. you with us. You are on the Burning Bush podcast, half of the Burning Bush podcast, I should say.
1: Yes, uh we just hit episode like 56 or something like that. I've been doing that yes. for a year and I was on like this is my second time on here, so I'm mm-hmm. so I'm excited. i have, uh, first podcast I've been on twice. So I I, I appreciate the attention. Oh yeah, man. It's always good to chat with you. You were one of the few people that I
0: met and I've met a lot of cool people at the club there in Portland, but you were like one of the few that actually had like an intelligent conversation happening back and forth. It was more Thank than you. just like, "Oh, this weed's so good, bro."
1: Yeah, I had to, yeah, I've used cannabis a little bit more intentionally than a lot of people have, even though... The weed is pretty good, bro. It's pretty (laughs) fucking good up there. I miss it. I do. I do miss the weed in in Oregon really bad. So
0: you you, uh, moved to Arizona. I think that happened last time we chatted. Uh, You're getting into a lot of, like, cannabis yoga stuff, I see, just from, like, stalking your uh, Instagram feed and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, How is the flower and the concentrates, just everything you've tried compared to uh, what you saw in Oregon?
1: Uh, compared to Oregon, first of all, I want to say it's, 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 it's not fair. Um, we, we're in the desert here, and sure. Oregon is like a grower's paradise. So I want yeah, to set yeah. that up and say it's not really fair. Climactically um, speaking. Yeah. As part of uh, a couple of years ago, as part of a story I did, I actually went to sixty some dispensaries in the Portland area, and I got a sample from almost every one. And I remember saying at the time, like, all of this stuff is like a seven at least. Like, everything you got there. Was at least a seven on a on a zero to ten or one to ten. I guess there would be no zeros in this. Uh, if you went like there, all, and... it's almost always good.
0: <laughs> the zero would be if you went there and they were like, "Sorry, we're out of weed." There you go. <laughs> right, there you go.
1: Sorry. Right. Right. Right.
0: But yeah, always like top shelf. Not so much hit and miss like what we used to see uh, pre recreational.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the the testing is a lot stronger in Oregon. They have a much a much uh more mature medical program that then, you know, hopefully made hopefully made a lot of a lot of thing a lot of things easier as far as quality going into rec. Uh Arizona is still medical only, so uh there's that. It's much more highly highly regulated than Oregon's is. Like you have to be, if you want to grow, you have to be be affiliated with a dispensary and there's only a certain amount of dispensaries you can do that with. Mm -hmm. So it's very, very tightly controlled here. Much more of like a regulated startup market than a like mom and pop type thing of where anyone can sort of grow if they wanted to. Well, I guess that's not true now for. For Oregon you do have to have a license all the time but like even as little as two years ago mm. you know you could grow you could grow whatever you want as long as you had it tested you'd be okay so anyway that's interesting um, though,
0: how different states are trying it and, yeah. and that's kind of like the, the opposite of what Montana is doing you have to get your card and everything but then you have to sign up with a dispensary or huh? grow your own but if okay. you grow your own you can't go to a dispensary and oh, when weird. you you sign up to a dispensary you have to stay there you can't yeah. go to another one. So if they start out killing it wow, and then they, they done wow. fall off, you know, you're like, oh. you have to refill all your paperwork. You have to wait the four to six to however many weeks. And yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's just kind of weird. And they don't reciprocate other states. So if you oh, came oof. to visit in,
1: in Montana, you would pretty much be SOL. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah, now Arizona does do that. When I first got down to Arizona in January, I went to the Earl Cup, which is a concentrate, um, event, and they let me in with my Portland, with my Oregon, uh, MMJ card. No problems whatsoever because it was still it was still valid up and through halfway through through February.
0: But that's the fact that they honor it. Like that's yep. huge, and that seems so weird to me. Montana being such a tourism focused state, like uh-huh. I just in the the two weeks I was there uh, helping out at this dispensary, like I had to turn away so many people. They're Canadians that had med cards, but we can't. Yeah. Sorry, man. And then people from out of state that were like now. Unfortunately,
1: we can't buy. I couldn't buy, but I could use, and I could, and I could possess, and I could go to free events or whatever with MMJ card right. only events. Okay. So, but but there's patient to patient here, so I could just have a friend buy that. You know, you're fine. As right. long as I'm a patient, I'm still okay. That's so I couldn't cool. directly buy. Uh, when I did get my card, it only took five days or six business days. I applied it on a Thursday, I got it on a Wednesday, which is wow. way faster than I've gotten any card ever anywhere except for Washington where I think they just signed a piece of paper and let me walk out the door. (laughs) Right. So I think that's what happened with that one. Yeah. 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 This is a piece of paper. Uh, So that was cool. That, that part was, was, was sort of a revelation like, Oh, well they're pretty open to things as long as you're, you qualify somewhere, you're fine. And, uh, the, the, the cannabis is sort of what you'd expect growing in the desert. A lot of it, it we have very, uh, widely varying prices for quality stuff. Like if you want a quality quarter here, you're going to pay 80 to 90 bucks for a quality quarter for a really good quarter, For that's top shelf stuff.
0: And that's again, a, a new market. And that's like you said, the desert, there's a lot more cost that goes into it yep. here. You can grow right. probably some decent quality just outside. I mean, yep. just, Oh yeah. Way more thing. here.
1: Um, you also cannot grow if you live within 25 miles of a dispensary, but like 90-some percent of the people in Arizona live within 25 miles of a dispensary, so you're essentially, you, you essentially can't grow unless you're in a deep, you know, deep corner of a state where it doesn't really matter anyway. Right. Uh, so that was interesting. So, so there's no home grows at all, which really cuts down a lot of the hobbyist-type stuff. Like mm. there's, no, there's not as much trading and whatnot. Um, the first thing I know is the Earl Cup, very heavy on distillate and isolate uh, uh, things people are not making a lot of full spectrum stuff i don 't know I assume that 's because it 's you it's, know more cost effective to just no, to, well know, grow a bunch of okay weed and then you know process it
0: a lot of it is that 's home state to a couple of okay. the big distillate guys that made a bunch of money in washington and oregon so they were kind of waiting for arizona to be able to allow that and then they were like first there so that definitely doesn't surprise me that you see a lot of that
1: yeah and then live resin is really big here like really really big it's in pens uh they have it everywhere i i assume this is a guess and i'm not you know again i'm being a little snooty because i was in oregon for a while and live resin is more of a delicacy up there it's more of this sort of special thing that you have or it's not rare but it's more of a well it's sort of it's not as prevalent as resin. it depends of things, but where you live more of a delicacy <laughs> yeah definitely and the live resin here is i think they're doing it cuz it's probably too hard to cure the weed all that well so they they're processing you know they're bringing it in right away cuz they, they don't want it to dry out because it's you know we're in the desert um, so that's what i'm seeing a lot of a lot of live resin it's good it's very it's not soupy, but it's not does it's it, not crumbly like you'd Does it butter up and
0: tend to crystallize or is it clear?
1: No, clearish and and much more viscous, much more like um like you'd expect CO2 extract to look like. Yeah, no, it doesn't it's it, it moves like, much more than that. It 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 always never would stay still. It oh, always like would very, be like a sap, like oh, a sap almost.
0: Okay. I, I yeah. assume, too, uh, just in my experience in the extraction field, like, you have to keep your... If you're using propane and trying to do a nice live resin extraction, yeah. like, you have to keep that stuff so cold. And that just seems... I mean, trying to do it, like, in a 70-degree room where it's, like, 90 degrees outside is hard yeah. enough and expensive yeah. as far as, you know, dry ice and, and everything. But uh. I couldn't imagine trying to do that in the desert where your propane is just getting so excited because oh, it's yeah. so warm. And trying to get oh, yeah. it cooled down and everything.
1: Now it's pretty good. I, I mean, I would give the, the the top shelf stuff is you know a seven or eight on that scale of of one to ten. Nice. Um, it's all really good. It's just there's there's much less of a, of, of options. Like you don't you know in, in Oregon you see like CO two company and all the all the CO two extract vape pen companies. They they like dominate the dominate the shelves. Here it's almost completely live resin or or clear Ma. or distillate. And so how's the
0: price as, as far as what what you've seen?
1: Uh, price here is sixty dollars, sixty to seven dollars a gram for for good concentrate pens. Oh wow! Yeah, and so it's not it's not cheap here at all. They do it's it's much more expensive than I than I was used to in in Portland. Like much much more expensive. Right. The if you, the six dollar grams here are essentially you know they shake at best.
0: Is it pretty um, unsmokable? Or I mean it's smokable but not Oh
1: it's it's definitely smokable. It's just not flavorful. Yeah. It, it'll get you high. It's just not as flavorful as you want to right. be. And they they do the they also do the uh, most of them do the prepackaging thing, which I I just can't I mean, I know why they have to do it, but I fucking hate it so right. much.
0: Start carrying I around a thing of scissors to open some of those bags.
1: <laughs> yeah, so you get, this, like, you get these bunch of little small chunks of, of, of nothing that are – they have no crystals. They have no nothing because they've been flattened or whatever else. Um, oh, yeah. So the presentation isn't that great, but the community is really fun here. The events are way better because – well, right now because they're MMJ car only, which helps. But they're much more focused on, um, on entertainment rather than just like, just sampling, which, is, which I think is really cool. That is cool. And yeah. there's no cops outside of every event here. I know almost every time I went to one <laughs> in Portland especially, they had rows of cop cars. They had police in there. This time we have – like I party at a hotel. They rented an entire boutique hotel that rented out the entire thing for a night. And there was no cops in sight. You didn't see a, didn't see any single anyone ever the entire night.
0: That sets a nice vibe when you're not. I mean, even here where it's it's legal, it's fine. It you yeah. s- I still and maybe it's just me, but I still have that like split second like oh fuck I I should hide yeah. this pipe or you know something like that just yeah. left over from these prohibition days. It, it still oh, yeah. kind of triggers a little bit. But that's I mean, cool. I,
1: and even last night we were at the place called the Deuce, which is uh, a place downtown has a it's like a. It's it's got milkshakes and tacos and a bunch of like a boxing ring and ping pong tables and it was Latin dancing nights. So it's one of those like like places that does everything. Uh, but it's much but it's a vintage shop. And so we just we, we wanted we were there for an AZ Canna friends meeting and we walked on the corner and just seshed in a big group behind the corner. Like there was fifteen of us <laughs> passed around four joints. Nobody yes. like nobody said anything. Like this is like down this is downtown San Francisco, downtown Seattle level of of comfortable. Like they were just no one cared at all. Um, Nobody came out to check with us. None of the valets said anything, even though they drove by us a bunch of times. That was really that's been the coolest thing is people aren't afraid to get together in groups outside here, which like I couldn't imagine that happening in Portland. Like I just can't even can't even see that.
0: Do you think some of that has to do with how uh, Arizona is laid out? Like Portland seems like there's just so much shit in one dense area. Like trying to do anything there, there's there's just there's so much shit, you know. It's all crammed in there, and there's no breathing room, I guess. And,
1: no, and people are – and with that, you get a lot of people who are looking over people's shoulders. So, yeah, this was downtown – sorry, a little south of downtown. So, yeah, we were next to an empty federal agency parking lot in an alley next to another overflow parking lot for a baseball game. So, yeah, it wasn't like we were in the middle of the city. Nice. Um, well, actually, we were in the middle of a city, but Phoenix is not very a very dense city. So, yeah, uh,
0: I definitely like that more than like just packing it in as tight as you can. There's just so much more shit that happens and and pops off when it's like that. It seems. I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been interesting. So the yeah the weed's been the weed's been. I mean, it hasn't been bad. Like I wouldn't say it's bad. There's no there's no question that definitely it's doing the trick. But you know, you get used to. Pacific Northwest weed, you know, or sorry, Northern California, Southern Oregon weed, it's not really any sort of comparison.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and and the thing that the thing that really that I sort of don't like, but I can see why it ha- happens, most of the edibles here are sugary treats. They're not at all even remotely not bad for you is right. what I mean. Like I'm not even <laughs> saying it has to be healthy. Like I don't have to have a date bar every time, but they're not even – not even trying, yeah. and so that's been a weird thing because if you have cancer patients or you have people that are taking this stuff for actual medicine, what the hell's a bunch of gummies. I mean, not not just gummies, but I'm talking gummies made from high fructose corn syrup, like not not even like sugar, like, like holy actual shit. What is Airheads
0: melted down and Sour Patch Kids and shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and that's been, but those sell really well. Yeah. Um, and that it's not I don't know it disappoints me, but. I would love to see a lot of healthier options. I did like that about Portland of where they had like meal replacement stuff or even just a lot of infused coconut oil. I don't even see even, I don't even see that that often. You don't, infused honey is fairly rare. Infused coconut oil is. I've only seen one, like one, like you'd think you'd see that a lot, but you don't. Especially with the amount
0: of distillate you say you're seeing there. Cause that's mm-hmm. like key for making a lot of those edibles and making mm-hmm. them not taste like actual weed, you know, yeah. talking. Well, I mean, like,
1: they do make edibles. They just don't make, they don't have any of the, they don't sell can of butter or can of oil or anything like right. that. It's been, or can of coconut oil. That's been surprising because a lot of times in Portland was great. You could either buy the edible or you could buy the, you know, the ingredient to make the edible with something else. And I really appreciate that as someone with dietary concerns and whatnot, I I, I liked being able to do that. Um, but uh, but yeah, so ounces here, like you can get a good ounce for two fifty, which is probably about the. I mean, what's 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 Portland now? A little less than that, I assume.
0: Yeah, it, depending on where you go, the shops are still around like two twenty five, two fifty. Now, what I really miss is than... the
1: Oregon medical program, which allowed you to uh, have a grower. So you got an ounce a month. I really underestimated how amazing that ounce a month I was getting for my grower right. was, um, and missed a lot. I'll we'll have to get that guy on the horn and see if he wants All to right. visit Arizona. <laughs> Why is he? Well, cause it's hot here, man. It is. It is very hot. I do. I, I, I do enjoy that. I will say that, um, I can leave weed out a little bit and it doesn't, uh, it doesn't, uh, dry to powder right away, but, um, you end up – I end up vaping a lot of stuff now just because – not because I want to because in, in Portland I vape because more because I wanted to. I didn't really have a huge preference. But here it's so damn dry. You try not to burn a joint unless you really – It just You, know, you goes. really need to burn a joint. Just dry. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's not a terrible thing. It's just – the uh, there's a bunch of options for that. I need to get more of those moisture packs and the canador and all that stuff. But right. those those will do really well here because – Everyone has air conditioning inside, but but the stuff doesn't doesn't stay together. Oh, you also don't see people carrying around pizza boxes of slabs here.
0: <laughs> I know why. Dude. I know totally why because
1: it's the low is sixty. But I thought that was really funny. I really miss I really miss seeing that in, in Portland. I Honestly, really
0: Portland man, that's the only place I've seen that.
1: <laughs> yeah, people have really is that okay. yeah. It's really funny. I remember all the time the campus club, just outdoor field. A lot of people would come in just pizza boxes yo, full yo. of slabs. I saw so one. It's it's jars here because of you know because it's hot so right, that's right. What they, they carry around stuff in but kept in the yeah. freezer
0: and all that. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw yeah. one pizza box the other day. It said seriously not shatter its pizza like actually written on it, and then there was like a dab that someone had dripped onto it, like on the pizza box. I was like, "That's so awesome, you guys! Only that's here. Funny. Only that's here. Funny.
1: <laughs> that's funny. That's funny."
0: So, uh, so yeah so, uh, it's
1: been it's been um interesting experience checking out different edible companies because for each edible company they have to be connected to one dispensary you can only be you can only have one one edible company or one 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 to one you can't have more than one so you, it's uh I, it's a lot hard i think it's a lot harder to break into the market here, which is unfortunate and good at the same time so
0: a dispensary has an in house edible kitchen basically that it's not it's not It's not necessarily
1: in-house yeah yeah it's a license thing but but you only have one license so that's a part oh, okay
0: but you can pick whoever it doesn't have to be one you're running yourself yeah. oh that's cool yeah. and then is that licensee are they stuck with only processing for that one dispensary or can they process for multiple do you know? They can
1: process. They can process for multiple, but they have to start out at one and then branch out from there. So you right. can't. So if you want to get, if you want to sell edibles here, first you have to get a license that's tied to one dispensary, and then you have to pro. Then you have to produce and process, and then you can sell to other dispensaries after that. I right, gotcha. Yeah. So it makes it a little bit tougher. You can't like make a bunch at once like you can't be in multiple dispensaries right away you have to really build up to it which I'm not really sure why that rule exists you think you just I hope they'll decouple them eventually cuz I don't really I don't really get that what's
0: the metric I mean, do you know just like sales numbers ta- tax revenue that paid back or how are they measuring yeah. like you get to go to the next tier
1: I don't know. I don't know if there's if there's anything like that. There's uh, a lady that I'm going to ask that I'll find out. But most most places are just now. Only the people who have who have come over from other states are getting other are getting other dispensaries. Hmm. I'm not sure if it's a timetable thing. I'm not sure if it's if it's a sales thing. But stuff like Baked Bros has syrup. Um, I think Baked Bros is in California too. Uh-huh. Um, it's just distillate flavored. It's just, distillate and syrup. Um, they're in a bunch of dispensaries, but even they're not in all of them. And so that's been hmm. sort of weird. So you ha- you go to like four dispensaries and they all have the same thing and you go to four other ones and they all have completely different stuff. And you're like, <laughs> what the hell is, that's really weird. Like you don't see, there's no, it doesn't feel like there's any one dispensary that has, except for like raw papers, right? Or maybe vape and clear. Maybe they're there's only two. It. Yeah, big. yeah.
0: But like it, it's, it's a good variation. And the important yeah. thing I think is that you can have that choice to go in. Yeah check out different dispensaries and not just be tied down to one. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's that part's really cool. They have a lot of the first they have a lot of cool first time deals cuz they always want you to stick stick at that dispensary. The the one of the biggest thing that sticks out here is there's no required testing though. Hmm. That's one of the most frustrating things is that uh they don't require any testing so you don't always know what you're getting there are a couple of dispensaries that do test all of their stuff there's a couple of dispensaries that are completely vertically integrated of where they own the farm and they own the processing center and they own the dispensary all that stuff so they're they're one of the better ones i actually have a a custom uh, co2 extraction they gave me you get a you for 60 65 bucks you get a gram um, of, of distillate, and you can put up to two uh, terpenes in there, and then you can add CBD as well. And oh, wow. so these like custom tailoring
0: profiles to your endocannabinoid system. That's cool. Yeah.
1: And so I really like that. They're called AZ Natural Selections. And so they have a vertically, a, a vertically integrated farm and processing place and all that. And so they actually can mix that on site. And so that's one of the, that's one of the cool things I always wanted to find in, in Portland was custom carts like that, where you can either mix strains or you can add terpenes or you can add THC if you want or add CBD like I did. Um, that's, that's a really cool thing to see. And I really, want, I really see that, that sort of mixing seems like the future of vape carts to me, um, especially in you know, if you're going to use it as a medicinal product where you want to target st- certain things
0: just just the medical side of it like in general cuz that it is such a, a like a personable or a per, person personal? personal personal it's such a personal thing everyone's endocannabinoid yeah. system being different and different terpenes affecting and the different cannabinoids that are in there uh, like yeah. it all comes into play and the sooner like people start going down that path uh, and smelling, going with what their nose says. Yes, that smells good. I will. I will take that. And rather than like, oh, this has the most THC that you guys paid for. Like, okay, yeah. It's, it, it'll. Yeah, it'll get yeah. Better. You
1: don't always see those numbers. I mean, you sometimes yeah. see it, but they. And I. And that that part I do like. Like I. I don't. I hate it when people sell basically. You know, based on THC percentage alone. I mean, it's part of the thing, but it's not the thing. Yeah. Um. Like here, you mainly like you'll get a. You know, you get a, a a vape cart that says you know has 500 milligrams of THC in it. Like, you, there's no percentage-wise. That's all that's in there. So that's that's all you know. Um, they make you do the math. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. So it's, it's it's it sucks somewhat, but um, I do like I do like having that that customizability, and um, that's really really fun. Strain-wise. You know there, there's 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 a couple places that are, that are considered best in town, and every time I've had stuff from there, they've sort of proved that that's where you're paying the eighty nine eighty nine dollars for a quarter. So I, I would say that stuff is more expensive here, but it's but the top shelf is actually top shelf. It is pretty damn good. Legitimate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Would you um, say
0: that you've seen the the stuff that? is not labeled, does it sell worse than the stuff that is fully labeled or does stuff kind of move the same in what you've seen? Stuff kind of moves,
1: stuff kind of moves the same. You essentially just have different, different levels of, of people who are willing to pay for whatnot. Like, okay. You know, the, the, the medical card, it's, I I know that each state's different, how they issue the medical cards, but here they advertise getting your medical card. Hmm. Like there are, they on billboards, and I've never seen that. Like in Portland, you don't see any advertisements for like medical, medical marijuana card doctors. Come to the
0: clinic and see our doctor and get your card. Yeah. Right.
1: And they do that here and they offer discounts and they do that stuff too. So it's, and it was, I mean, I, I had a real doctor, like I went into a real doctor. I had all my records, you know, he looked over it and he, you know, he diagnosed it. He diagnosed psoriasis, anxiety-based psoriasis, which is totally true. I do have that and it fucking sucks and cannabis helps. Fuck yeah, um, cannabis. But it's just—it was funny to see it, to see people really sort of see card, you know, see card license or card givers really sort of advertise here. So it's not the only thing really keeping you from getting a card in Arizona is money. Um, What do they charge there? Is
0: it like one hundred fifty bucks? Yeah, it's yeah, it's
1: two hundred. It's it's like one fifty plus two hundred to the state or something like that. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, one fifty plus two hundred to the state. Uh, which sucks because, they, and they actually have a they actually have a lawsuit against uh, uh, against the state for that because apparently the program has something like eighteen million plus dollars in reserve now. Just stacking to they've the they've been ceiling. charging two hundred dollars <laughs> a patient, and there's been so little because there's no required testing or anything. There's been so little oversight expenses that they have this sort of this this like uh, bankroll of money that they're going to use for. Something they had, they Pizza could have used party. it for a couple of different things. They could have reduced the price of the, of the card, but they chose not to do all those things. And so there's actually a lawsuit coming in right now. And it may eventually be a class action lawsuit to get them to reduce that price or refund. Cause they think it should be like seven to $14, depending on how much it actually costs to oversee the program.
0: I feel yeah. like Montana's was 75, like for that actual part of it, not counting yeah. like what the doctors get and everything. And then they dropped yeah. it down to like five or 10 or something like This, yeah. this
1: now do they do any required testing in montana? uh no, but they're they're still
0: trying to figure out like point of sale seed to sale tracking they're They're very behind on all of that um It's gone back and forth three times now, like it's been tried to have been repealed and then restructured, and so this is like the third incarnation of this this frankenstein of a of a bill. Yeah, uh, they, they, they did allow concentrates, down. and they their their big thing before was uh, they limited it to three patients per provider, and so they're trying to like cut the business out of it basically, and so they're fixing all that now. But uh, yeah, concentrates just became legal the first of July, and then they issued an emergency chemical license so if you were processing concentrates you had to stop and fill out this other application and that's just in the meantime while they figure out what they're actually going to do so everyone's like how much do we put in or do we wait or do we just do it and hope for the best like it's, it's yeah it sucks especially if that's like your livelihood for sure oh yeah
1: yeah, there's, a, there's another referendum or another initiative to get uh, rec weed on, on the ballot in 2018 uh, here. We'll see how that goes. The Arizona I know has pretty much has, has been pretty good about living the, leaving the medical marijuana program alone because I think a lot of seniors use it. That's one of the reasons it passed here. Uh, Sun, we have Sun City, which is a 55 and up senior community. We have some of the, you know, we're Arizona. We have some of the biggest senior communities in the U.S. Uh, so I think that's helping. But there's a lot of people scared about that. Like, what? What the hell is uh, Sessions going to do and all that? But I think that today wasn't there, there. Wasn't the Rohrabacher bill like re-upped today or something like that? I think I read somewhere that the dipshit that we elected president is signed something about in a budget that said that the existing memo that tells the federal government to stay away from state medical mar- mar- marijuana programs is like extended or something like that? Anyway, I hope so. So that's been,
0: I well, know that's yeah. a fear
1: of a lot of people getting into, getting into businesses here because of the licensing fees and all the startup costs. Because that's what really Arizona is. It's much more of a, I think a highly regulated startup market rather than a mom and pop growing. I would, I would compare to Oregon where I say it's more of a mom and pop grow shop type, type of deal. Right. Or at yeah. least was, at as least opposed was, to what Washington now, but
0: kind of turned into and yeah, what Oregon is kind of turning into. Yeah. I think Colorado um, and Washington kind of lead the way with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sure. Dana and then, R- R- Rohrbacher, she said, quote, we need to make sure that recreational marijuana protections are considered seriously, but also in those states that have some form of legalized marijuana, the relevant federal agencies and departments have to treat that entity consistent with that state law. So okay. Okay. hopefully okay. that so
1: holds up. I mean, hopefully. All right. Let's cross some fingers. So that's good. Um, One of the cool things about having events here is you can – as long as you have a medical marijuana card, uh, as long as everyone has cards, you can have events on private properties. Oh, nice. uh, Which is really cool as long as – so as long as like we've had a couple of clubs in Scottsdale that they own the property. So as long as you're a medical marijuana card holder, you can use as much as you want on the property. That's basically
0: your club card is your – yeah, essentially, yeah. That's so essentially,
1: cool. not only does my medical marijuana card prevent prosecution, hopefully, uh, it also not that I want to test that, but it also gets me into a lot of parties that I couldn't get into normally because you can't consume and you can't be on premises unless unless you have your card, and that's that's a big change. We don't obviously obviously we also get around a lot of the clean air laws because we're outside. <laughs> mm. uh, we don't have to worry about being stuck inside uh, stuck inside in subject of that. Like Portland is. You know, it has been stuck for a while because of that damn change that added vaping to the mm-hmm. clean air law a year and a half ago or whatever else. I think so. we're the not law by those, which is nice.
0: I think the club just recently had some issues with that as well. I, I don't want to, like, speak out, out of place, but uh, it was in the in the paper that was mentioned about, about some fines happening. Oh, they finally fined them for what? For, for violating for, for the. For burning or vaping? Uh, burning and vaping, I believe
1: someone's burning inside oh i think they started allowing joints inside Mm -hmm. again oh well i know i know
0: it was it was actually damn it it was the first it was the anniversary that was when they started allowing it again and then he was mike was pretty much like you know what fuck this city (laughs) i'm gonna do what i want they can come after me (laughs) Uh, well well, i guess he's trying to make a point but i hope he
1: can afford the fines but yeah well i'm sure yeah yeah I get s- it. I mean I I get it. I just I knew that they were they were protecting themselves by not smoking inside. I was hoping that was going to keep them out of right. trouble, but Mike maybe they wanted the attention. Mr. Kieser
0: likes to stir shit every now and again. He's there you cool come. like that. There
1: you <laughs> and so there's a there's a cannabis club in Arizona. It's in Tucson. I've been to it. Uh it's just uh it's like the cannabis club in portland you uh you just there's couches and there's a ping pong table it's like a frat house sort of except for weed and there's a couple of tvs (laughs) um it's exactly what you think it would be there's a tattoo parlor in the back i actually actually got a tattoo there my first time did you really Uh, hell
0: yeah
1: (laughs) yeah i got a i went down to uh to tucson for a couple days and and Uh, to house it and so i was got bored at night and went or got bored during the day and at night and went over i went to the to the tucson social club which is right across from university of arizona so if you're a university of arizona student and you have a card you can walk right across the campus and go across the street and there's a cannabis club there that charges like five bucks a visit or thirty dollars a month or something like that like super cheap
0: yeah that's cool
1: yeah and they are looking to have something like that in phoenix which i'm which i'm pretty stoked to stoked to see but if you see the revenue the business model doesn't always work out and unfortunately us stoners are not all that great at paying money for things Mm -hmm. because we spend all our money on cannabis especially here (laughs) oh
0: yeah definitely is it Uh, uh do you feel like that openness as far as uh the cards allowing uh the the private uh land participation, everything, does that kind of add to the the nice feeling of community? You said you you felt there, like you you mentioned it was really welcoming and and home home, That's that's exactly
1: what it is I mean, that's exactly why Yeah, it's been um, because you're not always scared about getting in trouble by someone telling on you, you don't have to you're not worried about it as as much here. You're not worried about having to sell someone out or having to run away or having to deny you were there or Or you know, it's just it's more comfortable here. It seems it seems like the because because it's just more open and there's I think there's less of a stigma among users itself. Mm. um, It's it's much more opening and much more people are much more interested in stuff. And there are far fewer small companies here. Like everyone's funded or they're not funded. There is no really in between. And so there, there's a lot of, um, it's still very early. I mean, the law only passed in 2011, so it's Mm -hmm. still very, still very young and it hasn't even been big for for only, it's only been big for two years. So it hasn't really been that big of a deal. Um, there's a lot more opportunities for people now. So people aren't fighting yet. You know, there's not, we haven't reached the point of where there's real competition yet. Right. And so that's been, that's been a cool part. Um, but yeah, it's been and and the Arizona thing was much more welcoming to me. Was was not you know wasn't just the cannabis community, but the cannabis community has been has been fantastic too. But um, but yeah, I do miss I do miss the uh, the the weed people in Portland. That's the one thing that I do miss about Pacific Northwest is is hanging out with the cannabis people. <laughs> um,
0: Live vicariously but, through their Instagram accounts.
1: <laughs> yes, and that's what I have been doing, and people have been doing that through, with, with me too. It's no, been great. Yeah. I've gotten a couple of people be like, hey. Um, my dad lives in Arizona. He needs some help finding his stuff. I'm like, "Oh, sure, I'll help you out. No problem." And that's been a sort of a fun connection yeah. with 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 Oregon that um the cannabis sort of uh the cannabis family uh has been very inviting to me in many different states and that's been hugely uh hugely appreciated appreciated by me for sure. See now I got you doing it. <laughs> yeah.
0: That is, it's the one thing that like transcends all the bullshit that like day to day shit that just kind of drains people. Like you start out mm-hmm. somewhat full, and then you go through your day, and you are just fucking empty at the end. And like that, that cannabis thing is that one thing that like keeps us kind of topped up, and everyone can kind of appreciate. And like you said, as long as you are not you know worried about people snitching on you and shit, that yeah. it's, it's a cool breeze. Yeah,
1: it's a big, it's it, 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 it's a big part of it, and it and. And this is, you know, this is this is different too, is is because Arizona hasn't had a big a big cannabis a big underground cannabis um, market. I mean, most of the most everything comes from California because why the fuck would you grow it here if you could just get it from California? Right. <laughs> um, you get you get different you get people who've been involved in the market for a long time, but they haven't been like, you know, maybe. Dealing for years or whatever else they they're not as sort of underground so they're a lot more trusting because that they haven't been burned right, <laughs> which right. is which is good like it's a good it's a, of course it's a bittersweet thing they have less they haven't lost anything you know they haven't been rated or they haven't been they haven't been threatened with being raided. so there's a lot there's a lot less um, I think fear among among cannabis users here just because there's been a lot less crackdowns because the industry has been so small for so long That, you know, people in Portland and Oregon have been growing, you know, been growing for decades and they've had to deal with, you know, state raids and local raids Mm -hmm. and federal, federal shit. So that, you know, that changes your outlook on life after a while. Right. Like you.
0: Psychological. It's definitely psychological. It has a huge bearing on like the feeling and the experience that people have when they do decide to ingest uh, cannabis. Yes, it does. And then people
1: here, I've noticed the uh, cannabis users use social media a lot more. Uh, which is a f- part of a function of Arizona too, because everyone's really spread out. So you have to use social media. It's always uh, that's how I've always seen it in the time I was here before. But they do use it a lot more, which I really like. That's something that was. Sort of an issue for me in Portland is people – no one really wanted to be on camera or really want to take pictures of themselves, which is fine. Like I get that. It's just sort of disappointing because I'm like, well, who cares? Like we all have cards. Like who gives a shit? But, yeah, yeah.
0: They're still under that mindset of like, yeah. oh, I can't have my picture up there, fam. I got to cover my face up. And I'm uh, gonna well,
1: that, because they have a history of getting busted for right. it. And yeah. here, thankfully, there isn't a huge – as big of a history. So that's cool. Like there's a, there's a party next week at a Scottsdale club. Like they're closing down the club. For uh, marijuana industry people only, That's like in awesome. downtown in downtown Scottsdale, like a club club, like club. like a club like club. A, it's called Wasted Grain. It's like a real oh, wow. club where people go and drink and do yeah, yeah. club things all the time. <laughs> um, and that just wouldn't happen. Like there's a the first one I went to, BLK Live in North Scottsdale, was a pool party club. Like there, like <laughs> I would never. I still walk in these places and I'm like, am I really here having this joint right by the pool? Like, they're, like, how is this happening? It's really, it's a weird feeling. Cause in Portland, we're having stuff in warehouses and we're yeah. hiding behind stuff. Here, we're going to women grow events at art galleries and we're, and then we're seshing outside right in the parking lot without, without a worry
0: the way it should Um, be the way it should have always been you know yes
1: yes and that's exactly what it is and so that's that's really encouraging um in in there's a lot there's it's a lot easier to help with the social stigma here in arizona because you can use socially without and i'm not it's still not legal here to use in public but it's much less regulated it's people don't complain about it um, and that's been that's been some of the coolest parts. I think erasing that social stigma is the hardest part of getting cannabis legalized. Not necessarily anything mm-hmm. else.
0: And that's huge because along with that being erased goes a lot of anxiety and other more negative kind of feelings that get associated yeah. with it. So the more we can wipe that out, I mean, the better yeah. off just as a whole community we will be. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and it's yeah, it's it's cool to see cannabis events in real places. Not that not that the Portland events weren't real places, but I mean like places that are just that aren't for, are for more than just cannabis events, and then you know illegal raves.
0: Yeah, like, yeah, totally. Places <laughs> where y'all had to actually drive to get to because you
1: don't all just live there. <laughs> yeah, places that have bathrooms like real ones. You yeah, know, like yeah, that, you know where yeah
0: <laughs> lines of outhouses. Oh god. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, again there's nothing wrong with that. It's no, just it's, it's a, a different mindset and it's, it's 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 pretty cool seeing that. And I I think here especially with a lot of there's a lot of uh, rich people with a lot of land here, nice houses, you see a lot of a lot more private parties, a mm-hmm. lot of private parties. Uh, which is great because that anything like that builds on social media and it, and it keeps things going. A lot of it's you know a lot of it's you know more money than I would like to pay for stuff, but you know people have to make money on these type of things. I'm mm-hmm. glad they're charging for it. Like you can't, it was one was like a three course a th- four course dinner with you know as much as much as you consume and it was like ninety nine bucks and you're looking at it you're going well you know that's actually not that bad i mean considering what that might cost in a normal restaurant that sounds pretty that sounds actually pretty good um right. you take into account how
0: much you're gonna smoke and eat and yeah. then knowing oh, yeah. you paid a hundred bucks so you're gonna smoke a little more you know
1: oh yeah <laughs> well most of these places that i go to are like are free or, or like ten dollars yeah. and so after i've had my fourth dab i'm like okay well so now i'm equal so i'll just keep on having as many as i can we'll see how it goes
0: yeah oh <laughs> yeah, yeah man what of yeah, uh, were there any events you wanted to mention you, I know you you were talking about the the AZ meet that you were you were doing yeah uh,
1: there's a, there's a couple of monthly events that I go to that have been, they've been really fantastic of meeting people. Um, there's AZ Can of Friends which is at the Deuce on the third th- third Thursday of every month. Uh, the Deuce is downtown which is it is a bunch of marketers and growers and health and wellness people and dispensary owners and distributors. Uh, we go and hang out the deuce, and we talk shop, and we go around the corner, and we sash with a bunch of different samples and products nice. and all that stuff. Uh, there's also Women Grow here as well. Uh, there's a bunch of Women Grow chapters in uh, in Oregon, and the Women Grow here in Phoenix just got restarted. Nice. That, and that's I don't know that's monthly. I don't know what day of the month that is. It's next one. Next one's August third. Uh, but that's been really cool. There's a lot of uh, women business owners, and uh, there's a, actually a much bigger, I would say, from what I can see, there's a much larger uh, women-led uh, cannabis user movement here in Arizona than there ever was in Portland. And I'm
0: okay. not saying
1: there aren't a lot of women users in Portland. I'm saying there's a lot more people that are in the industry Working towards stuff that are going to meetings specifically to grow business ideas or, sorry, strengthen existing business ideas than than I saw in Portland, which is great, which is – Portland can catch up with that, but –
0: yeah, no, that's awesome to see. And I, I almost wonder how much of that is just the times that we're in and that cannabis is a new industry. Like we, we yeah. saw that in the, the tech sector with uh, women becoming CEOs of these large Silicon mm-hmm. Valley companies and then just kind of filling their whole floors with like these other awesome women. And it, it yeah. became like a thing. It was like, yeah, this is our thing and we're, we're going to do it. And I, I wonder if that is somewhat just timing that like the cannabis industry, there's a lot of crossover with people that made money in tech going in yeah. putting that money into cannabis and just these women are like killing it.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. it's 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 really amazing that the topical and edible market is is ridiculous i mean here in here in arizona especially because it's drier so you have a lot you have a lot more skin stuff mm-hmm. to worry about the topical market is ridiculously popular and it works really really well i mean the um the head of the women girl, marvina thomas does has two different skincare lines i think or she has soap and she has skincare and she has something else um and she actually also does rehab she that's where she comes from she helps rehab um uh people get out of prison or drug addiction, or whatever else, or something. I drug addiction. So she's really doing a good job of tying. Not only is she doing topicals and edibles on one side, she's also running programs that help. They're helping people get off, um, get off, uh, like kick opi- addictions and, and sort and of stuff learn like life that. skills and uh, stuff like that. So it's cool to see cannabis connecting that because we've always said like, hey. Cannabis can help you get off opiates and opioids and it can help you break addictions. It can help you when you get out of prison to sort of like stop freaking out about, mm-hmm. you know, how life is different. It can help you deal with any sort of recovery program. And she's really walking the walk and doing that. And it's, it's super exciting to see, to see someone who is, who comes from a rehab background come into cannabis from that directly from that and not go from cannabis to that.
0: They're usually the opposite because they're making bank by people having to take their courses because they got popped with some weed or something. Yeah, that is really cool.
1: Yeah, so it's, so that's really fun to see a lot more diversity here too, which is obviously the duh, but that's cool to see, um, especially women of color in in leadership positions. I remember the when I was at Women Grow, I think most of the people on there weren't actually white women, which was like holy shit, like this is awesome. I love seeing the market grow like that because that means there's a lot of room for stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, these people are doing really well. It's just it's expanding into a huge into a huge huge market because I think. Here, I don't know about how about Oregon, Pacific Northwest. I think here, uh, women are actually uh, going to be a majority of cannabis users uh, pretty soon, which is just like, what? Like, are you kidding me? Um, no, sorry, medical marijuana cardholders, not not cannabis users. But right. you're just like that is, I, you just that is something you don't really expect to see. It's always skewed more male, but that's often just because of a stigma and nothing else because they're using it for. Uh, topicals are using a lot of edibles. Um, and that's been, that's, that's where all the gains have been made in the past couple of years. I know Colorado had that same thing of edibles went through the roof, Mm -hmm. um, with people. Whoopi. And that's been sort of fascinating to see.
0: Yeah. Ever since I remember a while back seeing like an article about Whoopi Goldberg talking about just coming out saying that, yeah, I use cannabis and guess what? It's really good for my menstrual cycle. Like, yep. and I, I remember ever since then, like women were like, yeah, me too. Weird. And then they all were just like, yes, right. we're not going to like hide about this anymore. Like it's, yeah, it's,
1: it's, it's great for everyday aches and pains that your body has like, yep. duh, of course it'd be great for that. There's a couple of, uh, uh, there's a company called um, Sublime Brands that makes uh, what's called Stony Yoni, which is Yoni is uh, vagina in Sanskrit, and uh, it's a spray. And it's not just a it's not just a, a, a sex spray, but it also helps with you know all the all the different vaginal issues that women may face, as dryness or 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 having problems with whatever they have. And that's been really cool to see people being so upfront and honest about it. And people are really digging, digging that. And it's, 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 and also it also works on men. I've, I have reviewed it. I wrote a review on it. It was real good. Um, yeah. and so I think that's a big, that's going to be a huge, a huge driver in cannabis adoption. It's not going to come from joints. It's not going to come from dabs. Yeah. It's not even going to come from vape pens. It's going to come from, it's going to come from topicals that people are going to use to replace shit that they've, that doesn't really work. It's going to replace all the creams and all the powders and, and that people have been trying to use for, you know, for pain, for pain management and, or, you know, skin, skin restoration, if, if you want to call it that. And I think that's, that's been, that's driven largely by women here. And that's been really cool to see.
0: Well, if you think about it, like that's, that's stuff you see in every medicine cabinet. I mean, yep. everybody, regardless of where you live. Like, there's yep. always that kind of skin product in there. And the more that that can get replaced with cannabis-focused stuff, I think the the healthier we will all be. You, yeah, you might mean, I've, been using, uh, see I've been some using I've been using cannabis
1: these... soap uh, or cannabis-infused soap since. February, since I first met Marvina, actually, mm-hmm. and it's the first soap I've had that doesn't make my psoriasis scars itch more. Isn't that weird?
0: I, you wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing some of these cancers start going away the more we get away from like this uh, Menin and Johnson and Johnson poison and more towards like these nice cannabis uh, products.
1: Yeah, it's been it's been really nice. Like I, I kept I kept waiting for something weird to happen, but it just it, they they just didn't they didn't itch as much. Like usually I'd have to get a shower, I put on, you know, I put then I put, put on coconut oil and then I'd put on something else if I needed to, but I don't and it's been it's been shocking cuz usually it gets worse in the dryness, but it's actually been getting better since I had that soap and that's been that's been a fun thing to be able to find out. So. That's cool. And that's that's cool. It's like something you can see on the
0: daily. It's not like, oh, yep. I got to wait a week or two to see if this actually helps. Yep. It's like it's it's right there. It's happening. Yep. that's cool that's man. well hey that's I don't I'll take up too much more of your time uh, plug the sites that you're, uh, you're burning bush podcast where can we find your reviews and all that stuff at
1: uh, I'm burning bush and then I'm also on Instagram at, uh, at the burning uh, or sorry at the burning bush podcast. Uh, starting reviews on a, a site called uh, com, which nice. is a uh, it's a calendar site, it's an event site right now. So we have a calendar of all the of all the events that I brought up and talked about, mm-hmm. and then uh, a lady named Amy Donahue and I are going to do uh, more reviews on there very very soon. I've uh, very cool. Been a little late on those because i've had some other journeys that i'm going through so we're working on all that oh
0: yeah. I, I i wish i would we wouldn't have i wouldn't have just remembered this so late next we're, time we'll have to time have you back about Ayahuasca. yes okay next time for sure okay. <laughs> that's awesome that you're doing that you look awesome man it's definitely good to talk to you again
1: thank you yes thank you much hell yeah
0: tyler hurst burton bush podcast we'll catch you soon tyler thanks man
2: I'm I'm soaring Wings spread in the morning The rest of y'all snoring No life left in boring. I like that I'm moving I gotta keep moving I'll never stop moving Like planets I'm busy, Cause once you stop moving It's hard to start moving And then just like that You forgot what you're doing you Forgot how to groove Dropped all the clues Forgot how your life was never not the blues Forgot how damn good it felt to be a beer. At least someone kept you around for amusement Never did figure out quite how to use it Face palm trigger happy silly confused
0: kids Oh no
2: This episodic memory ain't what it used to be and that's the main reason people try fooling me so go commit treason and set all the schools free that's the breaks when everyone's ruling cheap push button docs pushing pill poppers I got this arthritis from popping and locking I mean dropping oxy and bonking my noggin it's hard to hit a vein when your skin won't stop crawling he's hot then cold this ain't rock and roll this ain't even human alright who brought the troll that's a weird move when nothing else matters Metallica broke up so you Can't even tattle Slept and slept Until he got slept on No, that's no Career for a scoundrel He crept and crept Until he got crept on The end of the story That's how they found you No No. So tell me, which side of the fence do you play on? Trying to climb above it to keep this whole game strong. How do you do it? Like Nate Dogg said, yo, I'm just trying to smoke weed all day long. How else can one be expected to tolerate? Psyops distracting us from the problem traits on the outside. It all looks great until the cracks crack, and that drops the gate. We'll sit here and wait. For all that you built, to topple down around you, we'll build on the sill. We'll fix all the silly little things. Greed is broken. It's almost that time when the beast is awoken. Get brains.